Welcome to the Salt Twin Cities podcast, a podcast that is seeking to equip college students to grow in their walk with Jesus 10 minutes at a time. What's up, Salt Company? Welcome back to episode two of the Salt Company podcast. Uh, This is Colin. I'm with Drake. Hello, everyone. Also, it's the Salt Twin Cities podcast. Colin's still figuring out the name of this thing. So, Okay, guys, it's (laughs) a struggle. Salt Twin Cities podcast. Uh, We're coming to you not live. It's pre-recorded from Drake's basement. You bet. That's where we are. Yeah, a solid 62 degrees, I think, down here uh loving it though yeah it's good it's good guys this week we are covering repentance and so last week we covered confession talking about confessing your sins this week we're talking about repentance and just as we open up this episode we we want to talk about or say that we care about both we care both about confessing your sins and about repenting of your sins. And so as we talk about that, I want to quickly distinguish between the two. We did a little bit last week. We're just going to quickly cover it again this week. Um, So last week, we talked about the four F's of confession and and confession being let's talk honestly about the sinfulness in our life. Let's walk in the light as 1 John 1 says. But the difference between confession and repentance is confession is we're going to talk verbally about our sinfulness. And repentance is saying, I'm going to speak with my mouth and speak with my life that I no longer want that sinfulness to be a part of my life. So I'm going to turn from my sin, away from my sin, towards the, the good life that Jesus has for us in following him in obedience. And so when we're people that just sit in confession, sometimes the the tendency can be to feel shame, like I'm not good enough. But repentance allows us to say, hey, I'm not good enough, but in Christ, I've been made pure and given this new life to live. And so in this podcast, we want to turn, we want to often turn towards God's word, seeing what God's word has to say about uh, these tools and topics that we talk through. And so as Drake and I were talking about this uh, podcast, talking about repentance, we were reminded of Philippians 3 in verse 12. This is what Paul says. Not that I have already obtained this or I'm already perfect, right? We're not perfect. We, we need to confess where we're not perfect. This is what, what he goes on to say. But I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on towards the goal for the I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. It's it's both we press on towards uh, knowing God and, and the way that we know God and experience his grace. We can experience his grace when we see our sinfulness. We can also experience his grace when we walk in obedience. And so we want you guys to be students that experience his grace when you confess, but also experience his grace when you live into the identity, the new identity that he's given to you in Christ Jesus. And so this week, we're going to talk about the repenters quadrant. I'm going to pass it over to Drake, and he's going to kind of unpack that tool for us. 
Yeah. And so this is a, a simple tool that's been just incredibly helpful for me as I think through the idea of repentance. Because another text that comes to mind is just in, in John 10, where it says that Jesus came to give life and ha- to give it abundantly. And we want to orient our life in such a way that we are pursuing that abundant life. Like we want to live in the reality of that. And God has invited us into that through repentance. And so the the chart that we're going to um, try to explain, I guess, it's something that you can draw on a piece of paper. I believe we'll have in the show notes. I don't know if we know how to do that yet, but... We're in process. That's totally. what I like to call about, the, you know, podcast in process. 100%. So yeah, check those show notes. Maybe you'll see a photo, maybe not. I don't know. But essentially, you're going to draw yourself out a quadrant. So you've got your vertical, horizontal axis. you got your four squares that you can be thinking about. Um, on that vertical axis, you can be thinking the top of it, write confess. And on the bottom you can write out conceal. So that's talking about kind of the scale of talking about your sin or holding it in. On the horizontal axis, on the left side, you can write apathy, and on the right, you can write action. So as you look at that, that's the scale of you taking action to remove that sin from your life and to live towards that abundant life that we've been called to in Christ. And now we want to walk through, as you look in each one of those quadrants, there is a tendency for us to fall into uh, a state of error when we think about repentance. So obviously that top right one is talking about confessing your sin and taking action on it. That is the repenter. So that's what we're striving for. But we know that we err in some ways, and those three ways are the top left being talker. So what this one is, is someone who is high on the confession side of things, but actually apathetic when they're looking at taking action on their life. So they're they're not really seeking to remove that sin in their life, but maybe you're going to connection group and you're confessing often, you're talking about that sin all the time, um, but yeah, not seeking to remove it from your life. And I think an error that you can have in this quadrant is thinking that confession is repentance. Like when I share this with my connection group, that is me turning and walking in the new life, where in reality, you're not actually taking action to fight that sin in your life. If we were to look at the bottom left quadrant, that is the hider. So that is someone who's not confessing their sin. They're actually not taking action on it as well. They're just kind of hiding in their sin. And we would just say flat out living in the darkness of not being honest about who they are or trying to strive towards the better life that Christ has invited us into as being a part of his family. The next one is the fixer. So this is someone who is seeking to take action, but they're not talking about it with other people. I think an error that we have here is, man, I want to figure this out on my own. Like, I want to fight and defeat this sin on my own. I want to conquer this in my life, and then I will tell someone about it. And so this person might confess and connect your group, hey, this was a struggle for me a month ago. I I dealt with this a month ago, but I've figured it out now. I'm walking in... um, you know, purity, I'm walking in trust, I'm walking in the newness of life now. And the air that you can have here is being unwilling to confess just the sin that you are currently walking through and understanding your desperate need for grace today. And so that one looks like maybe not sharing about it, but trying to muster up the strength and the courage to fight to defeat that sin on your own. And the problem with that is you trying to defeat that sin on your own is also the same person that wants to 
do that sin. And so it's like this, your heart is not built to do that. You you need to confess and live in the light with the community that you are part of. And so all of these errors are ways that we fall into throughout our life, but we want to strive towards being that repenter. We want to realize that something we say at Salt Company is it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay there. So we realize our sin and our brokenness, just like everyone else, we're all broken before God, but we also realize that we've been invited into this new life and we can actually live in that new life because we have Christ in us. Like he has overcome the grave and he is now reigning on the throne and he is in us instilling us and giving us the ability to walk in that newness of life. So we want to run for that as Paul was talking about in Philippians. And so how can we use this tool? Okay, it's a very simple tool and I think it can be very helpful for us if you just sit down with this tool and you mark out, man, where do I tend to err? Do I tend to err in just talking about my sin a ton but not doing anything about it? Do I tend to err in the realm of not telling anyone about my sin and just trying really, really, really hard to defeat it on my own? Where do I drift? Because that can then show us how can we correct or take steps towards being a repenter. We're going to have this these errors at some point in our life, but we always want to strive to be someone who is walking in repentance because that is someone who is understanding the truth of the gospel that we now get to walk in ourselves. That's that's so good. Um, yeah, as I look at the chart, I know personally, like without Christ, my tendency is to be a hider. I don't want to talk about my sin. I don't want to yeah. do anything about my sin. I love my sin. But um, as I've grown in in walking with Christ, I I still see myself drifting towards the fixer. Like that's that's my tendency, right? Is like I don't want to talk about my sin. I want to pursue holiness. I want to be obedient, but I still don't like talking about my sin very much. Um, so this tool has been really helpful for me in no exactly what you're saying, Dre. Like noticing my tendency to be a fixer and saying, man, I need to work yeah. hard to confess. Sometimes, yeah. often, I need to work hard to confess. And so when we talk about seeing this tool, we want this tool to lead to application. So the first application of this tool is similar to last week, and we want you guys to confess. So I need that. Man, I need the weekly reminder, like, hey, Colin, be a, be a man that confesses his sin, that owns up to the weakness that's prevalent in my life. Um, but then the second application of this week is we want you guys to have an, have action, have um, this game plan to fight your sin. And so we have kind of three ways to make a game plan to fight sin. And, and the first one is that we need to remind ourselves that obedience, that following Jesus is the good life. And so as I was thinking about this, I was thinking about John 15, which talks about Jesus being the vine, the true vine, the place where we find life. And this is what John 15 verse 9 says. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. Okay, that that sounds really good. This is what he goes on to say in verse 10. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Man, the good life is found in a life of obedience. And so we need to remind ourselves of that. We first need to remind ourselves that obedience is is the way towards joy. Then we need to establish boundaries in our life. Like, man, if there is something in my life that leads me towards sin, I need to guard myself from that. Maybe the thing itself isn't isn't sin, right? Maybe it's like, man, when I stay up 
too late with my girlfriend, that leads me towards sin. Well, is staying up late a, a bad thing? No, but if it leads me towards sin, then I need to stay away from that. So I, I know when Rachel and I were dating, we said, hey, hard cut off, 10 o'clock. We're, we're, we're going to be done hanging out uh, at 10 o'clock if we're not in a group of people because we don't we want to guard ourselves from sin. Yeah, um, and I, I think, yeah. Colin, just to jump in real quick, Something that is has been helpful for me when I think about boundaries. I think in college, I always kind of push back against boundaries because I'm like, oh, I wanna, I don't want to be legalistic in any way. But I think actually we need to have a, a good and healthy understanding of boundaries, and the and the and that comes from a proper understanding of man. My heart is broken. Like I delight in, in sin at times. I, I want to run towards sin in time. So I actually need helpful structures in my life to keep me pursuing after Christ, to keep me keep my eyes locked on Christ. And it's actually a healthy thing for us to have in order to pursue that good life of walking more like Christ. Totally. That that's so good is we we see the need for boundaries when we're self-aware enough to know that yeah. man, my tendency is towards sin. Um, and the last one, the, the third way that we make a game plan for the action of, um, of walking, in, uh, walking in the light, walking in obedience, is that we want to invite accountability into our lives. And so maybe that's connection group, maybe that's discipleship group, maybe those are a few friends that, that are your roommates, that are believers. Um, you just invite them into your life and say, hey, this is my tendency. My tendency is to sin in this way and then actually to hide it and, and not talk about it and not fight it. And my encouragement, and, and I think Drake would agree in this, is actually invite accountability into your life. I think when we're in, in Christian community, it can sometimes be assumed that like, oh, other people will hold me accountable, but no one's ever held you accountable to sins before. And it's like, well, when it gets bad enough, someone will step in and talk about it. Mm -hmm. But what, what I want to encourage you guys with is, hey, why don't we just invite accountability into our life? Like, That's man, good. Drake, would, would you hold me to this? Would you ask me about how I'm doing in, in these areas of my life where I see sin creep in often? And, and I'm guessing Drake's response is going to be, yes, I'd love to. By the way, I'm also struggling in this area or maybe in a different area. Would you, when I ask you how you're doing in, in maybe some of the, maybe with anger, like how you're, how are you doing with anger? Maybe he'll ask me to ask him, Hey, how am I doing with uh, patience? towards Zeta Bell or something like that, where we can mutually hold each other accountable to walking in obedience, to confessing our sin, turning from our sin, and understanding the joy that comes with following Jesus in, in an obedient life. Yeah, that's great, man. And yeah, our heart is ultimately, we want to be a people that's living more in the identity that Christ has called us to, because that is the most joyful life. And he's actually given us the ability in Christ to live in the light about our weaknesses because our sin has been covered by Christ dying on the cross, and we've actually been invited into that new life. And so, yeah, the call for everyone listening is to, yeah, how to seek how you can apply this this week. What, what do you need to confess? What do you need to take action on? So, guys, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week with the next podcast. <laughs>